0: Marie Powell, stylist, fashion designer, and founder of Marie's Thrift, an online boutique store, is redesigning vintage items that give us the true definition of her passion for fashion. Join me as we take a closer look into her story to unlock the hidden gems and everyday inspirations. Here's Off the Cuff with Marie Powell. It's great to have you on the show. I'm excited to kick things off. We have a lot to talk about, so much exciting things, because I know when we initially launched or talked, we talked about so many things, and I was immediately inspired. Um, And for those who may be tuning in for the first time, uh, tell us a little bit more about Maurice Thrift.
1: Okay, so Maurice Thrift is an online boutique, um, and we sell vintage clothes. We sell reworked clothes, um, which is basically like We'll find a piece, but then we'll rework it if that's by the size or just something that's old, making it trendier and like more into a 2020 fashion. And then we started, I started making my own clothes. So I have a couple of pieces that I made myself. And recently I've been doing a lot of like sweatpants sets, mm. um, tie dye. And yeah, that's pretty much it. For is
0: this now. the one we're talking about right here? This
1: is brand, this is brand new. Nice. I made this like three it's days ago. Out? It's not out yet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it's not out yet. So... It's uh, the ombre, uh, you know, just trying to find funner things to do. Like I, I wanted to find a new creative thing. And I was like, well, I like to do the sweats are selling great. People like it. I mean, we're all home right now. So yeah. it's quarantine. Um, so I was like, let me find a new design because my designs right now are like galaxy and like very tie dye. So this is more of an ombre look.
0: Nah, I like it. I love it. i Thank I must you. say it's, it's really vibrant and it's speaking to me. Right,
1: It's cool. Yeah. I like it. Thanks. It's dope because yeah.
0: one of the things that I know about your story and when we initially talked, it was about uh, your grandmother. You know, she played a big role into thrifting. I think you have it also on your page as well. Tell me a little bit more about just kind of that experience.
1: So my grandma's uh, father is one of the first men to start a burlesque show in the South of France. So obviously both of their closets were crazy, like awesome pieces, you know? And when his latest wife passed away, my grandma was like, the closet is yours, you know, have fun. And we literally spent like a week there and every little bit between the beach and the restaurants, we would go to the closet and just... I would pick something out and try it on. It would be a great time. And I asked her, like, what's the story behind this? And there was pictures that I got to see this woman I've never actually met in the piece of clothing. And then some of the items my grandma had already worn or my mom had worn when she had visited and stuff like that. So it was really cool um, to have that. And I came, I went there with one, like, baggage, like, little weight. And I came back with two and then the small one (laughs) um, with a bunch of her clothes. And a lot of it, like, I keep for myself and like my future kids so that they can have like you know like their ancestors yeah. story kind of thing um but some of them i sold um so that's also like where my huge inventory like started off was through like the cool stuff because i i started selling like more like vintage things that i would wear uh, on social media and it was like started off with hers and i liked it because when people would purchase the item i would literally write like my grandma like wore this to this, wow. or like, this is the story behind this piece. There's one woman who has like six of my grandma's piece, and she's like, "Why don't you keep?" It? And he' was like, "I've keep, kept a lot. Like yes. this is just what I didn't feel like keeping.
0: Wow, so, yeah. look at that. that. That's amazing. And I think the personal touch and uniqueness to every piece, yeah. that to me, I'm a big storyteller. and when <laughs> you have that personal touch, it, it's a, it, it just you remember that, you know, And was there a particular item or piece or even story? from your grandmother's collection um or just the collection in general that you feel that inspired you
1: so i don't know if i would say it inspired me but there was this blazer set which blazer sets were like really big a year ago um that my grandma had and then my but i found it in my mom's closet that my mom also had and she actually wore it on her first day as like her real job um and then i wore it without knowing the story and then my grandma told me the story and it was like there's literally three, di- there's now three different, three or four different lives in this one piece of article. And like oh. that to me was like, okay, like this is really cool. Like, you know, yeah. um, but yeah, no, I just, I try to remember the stories. Like I have like this little book with like a bunch of like stories so I don't forget. Mm. Um, cause when I, when I get them to my kids, I want to be like, you're a great grandmother wore this to this like little, like, cause she went to a bunch of red carpets and oh, also I have wow. pictures of her wearing the piece of clothing and then like my grandma myself and like so it's really cool to have all of that
0: wow that's amazing now um that that to me just speaks so much volume from the like you said the generations to come and i think it's going to speak so much to your kids as well when they finally see it all the work and all you know all the things that you put into there Um, but thrifting for you is something that you love to do right Um, oh
1: it's my therapy (laughs) I,
0: i can only imagine you know obviously hence the name Um, Do you go thrifting alone? Yes. Really? So
1: I, um, so Danny and my friends, like, are always asking, like, let's go thrifting together. And I'm like, I'm down, but this is, like, my me time. Um, And being, I'm a huge shopaholic, like, I love to shop. um, But now it's like, I'm shopping for someone else, so technically it's better for my pockets, you know? (laughs) Makes me feel better. For sure. Um, But, yeah, no, I'll go thrifting now. I put a time limit of only, like, three hours because I can really go in. Um, because I need to just have that time limit and yeah, it's a lot of fun. I like, I like to now like not just get a piece, but also like touch the items. Mm. Like with COVID, that's what I had such a, a miss for. I couldn't touch pieces. It was just like on Poshmark or whatever. And it was like, ugh, oh, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, and even just the people, like I love to walk in there cause they know I have the same day, the same time that I go in. And so I know the people and there's like the other thrifters and we'll chat, you know, so it's like a whole little community um, that I really enjoy.
0: That's beautiful. And for, for something that, you know, now that you don't have the opportunity to touch the fabrics, how have you adapt?
1: Well, that's when I started creating a lot of my own stuff. Okay. Um, when during COVID I did the sweats, I did a bunch of like tops and dresses and stuff like that. Um, so I was able to, you know, do what I had and literally whatever stock I had of vintage clothes that wasn't like that fire. I just cut up and made something new into mm. it cause I couldn't leave my house. So right. that's what I was doing. Um but now, literally, once the store's open, I was the first one there, and was so <laughs> excited. I was like, Come on, um and yeah, it was nice.
0: That's beautiful, and I'm curious what what has been the longest time you spent you know just thrifting?
1: Oh, I've spent like a weekend away just thrifting. Wow like I've spent exactly. yeah, um yes definitely like when i go to france with my grandma's like i will just go to like right now this in a week i'm going to florida mm. and the plan is just to hit a bunch of different like spots that yeah. she wants to bring me to like and she'll spend her days and just like there's this new spot on this lane we're gonna go there and she puts it down on her little calendar <laughs> you know um i can spend a lot of time thrifting a lot of time
0: that's beautiful i, I remember i went through uh, a few thrift stores one time um, and it, it was really overwhelming to say the least, but <laughs> it was really exciting in a sense because I'm also a big shopper as well. I'm very patient when it comes to shopping, so I go through every rack. You have to until you find like the the hidden gem.
1: But that's the thing, is literally, like, and people are like, I hate thrifting. I'm like, what? Because I think it's really nice when you go through, like, the biggest rack, and everything is clumped together, and then you find, like, this beautiful, last week I found a beautiful beaded dress. Mm -hmm. Like, full-length beaded, and I I don't have, an like, something huge to wear it to, but I had to get it. And it was in a bunch of, like, really disgusting and, like, not cute things, but to find that one piece is so you feel better about it and you there's so much more value because you took so much time to find that piece that's what like it's not you don't just walk into a store and just get it because someone's showing it you have to go and dig for it um and that's what i love and i love when i like find like big brands like i'll find louis vuitton in like a middle of nothing wow nobody (laughs) take it (laughs) really yeah
0: well well, uh, tell me a little bit more about other brands you found
1: um okay so i'm so bad with brands because i like i don't really care for brands Um,
0: or just those pieces that you feel like, oh yeah, this is good. I'm gonna take this.
1: Oh, so there's this long leather. It's like a fur inside, and then outside, it's uh, it's like a leather, and it's long. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece. And when I was purchasing it, the guy behind me was like, "How much extra do you want so I can give it to you?" <laughs> I was like, "You would have thought I'm keeping this. That's definitely one." I have some Michael Kors uh, boots that I actually wore last night, and um, there's, there's like three zips that like kind of close it together Mm. but those are like the industrial zips like you know those like zip ties yeah so it was cool i don't know i just love to find pieces that are very different um and then finding a way to like make it like nicer like you're you know how like urban outfitters would be selling you like ugly sweaters right okay but i actually found an ugly sweater okay you know like that's that but thrifting is cool because you have so many different pieces different sizes um and even just going to the men's section like men's you you can wear men's clothes and same thing vice versa like it's there's fire clothes yeah
0: like you said unisex and some dope pieces there um but the great thing that i value about you is that you create so many unique and personalized pieces for your supporters for your customers and for the people who are looking just you know to really feel good over what the article of clothing that they're wearing um out of all the unique pieces that you have made which has been your favorite
1: Oh, that's a hard one. I think one of my favorites would be the corsets, because that was Mm. the first ever piece that I made, and it did so well, and people loved it. Um, So it was, you know, it was basically just showing off my work, and I know people were going to like it. Right. So to see the reaction, like, there was actually this girl who went to, I took classes at Mood, um, and this... I had made a friend there and he had told me some girl just came in here with your picture and says, how can I make this? So this girl wow. didn't want to purchase it from me. and wanted to make it herself. And for a second I took it bad. Cause I'm like, come on, like support yeah. me. But then for someone to like want to replicate what I just made was so, so nice. So I saw that the love for that corset was there. Um, and yeah, I would have to say that, or there's this, so my mom, I like to have her like stamp of approval and my mm. mom's fashion. I see,
0: I see that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. My mom's fashion is very, very different than mine. So there's this dress that I made that she loved. Mm. Um, and it was supposed to, I was actually supposed to have a clothing line coming out. That was just mine uh, from the art, but COVID happened the first day of our production. So that didn't happen as in standby till probably next summer, but she loved this dress. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like I like this cause she likes it. And it yeah. was like, a positive moment between us of the same item, what I'm doing. Um, Cause yeah, there's,
0: yeah. There's so many hidden gems there, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, about those unique pieces, wh- what would you say was been the most difficult one to make?
1: Oh, the corsets.
0: Oh, <laughs> back at it.
1: The corsets. Um, I had told, so um, I've done a lot of like collaborations and pop-ups mm. at the, with the Fuego event group, um, which is, they're awesome. And they've always supported me. And so I had I had to let them, you know what, guys? I'm not going to do vintage pieces. I'm going to make, like, a specific piece. And this was a very, um, I don't know the word, but, like, a sexy vibe. It was very mm. sexy. It was like, corsets are sexy and still yeah. Halloween-ish. So I did the corsets. I told them I would do it before even making one. Huge mistake. I had two weeks to figure out how to make a corset to, like, wow. get everything together. And I was, like, not even sleeping during that time because I couldn't figure it out. And then finally I got it. Um, and so that was a lot of work, but I learned so much from it. And I was selling, and then after maybe like forty fifth of ma- like forty fifth corset that I made, I've realized such an easier way to make them. Wow. And I was like, wait, if I had put a little more thought into this, mm. it would have happened. It would have been easier. But the corsets was definitely very. Oh, and the patchwork. Um, I had done this set of like bunch of polos that I patched yeah. together. And Patrick is a lot of work, but it's fire. But yeah, it's a it lot of work. So I literally only made like ten of those because it took like it would take like maybe like four or five days to make a fire piece. And I was still learning back right. then. So, but I had people support and uh, like there's a lot of times when people will repurchase, like buy something that they supported in initially. And I'm like let me like give you a discount because you supported by like kind of trash work. So this is getting better. And I appreciate your help.
0: Wow. So, I mean, and you talk about so many things there where, you know, support selling and using different outlets. Um, I've seen, you know, some of the pieces that you have on Instagram, Tons, from the bidding you had. Oh, yeah, I like uh, bidding. You do a great job doing the behind the scenes and adds that personal touch of whether you're not sleeping the day before, (laughs) whether you're still up at like 4 a.m. and stuff, grinding on your passion. Um, Tell me about the significance and the value in how Instagram has enhanced Mary's Thrift.
1: Instagram definitely, definitely, definitely was a huge part of it Um, because I was I started off on Poshmark and I was just selling like the cool stuff wasn't selling. So I was like, let me make an Instagram account. And I did that um, and it blew up because you have now people that you don't personally know. And I'm like, I'm a homebody. I don't really like to go out like I'll pop out, but it's rare. So to meet people through Instagram was awesome. I also made great connections with um, with photographers and influencers and even models who then like given me ideas to do new things. Like I, if, there was, if it was just solo, I would still have my what, like 200 followers who are my friends and that's it. But with everyone's help and yeah. support, like there's people who've been supporting me since day one. Like whatever I have, like I just have so much thanks to it because yeah. I wouldn't be here without them yeah. with their support. And even if like, it's not even just purchasing an item it's that like that comment that like you know when you swipe up and you like yeah. say like that, that like all of these positive feedbacks it's awesome it really really is as well as I do a lot of polls because I, I need people to like be happy with me yeah. you know so I want to make sure that like what <laughs> yeah. I'm doing they're okay For with sure. and I'll ask them like what do you prefer because I'll do my creative route but within that I still have to like tailor my um, clients out you know Um, And now I think my biggest thing is my price point like I put a lot of work into it And this is not like it's a side hustle that I want to become my main hustle Um, but it's finding a way to to make my price point a little bit lower so I, I can reach more people. But then it's like, I can't sell bad quality. Like I, it gives yeah. me cringes. So it's finding a balance. Um, but with social media, like it's awesome. And I'd want to get on Twitter. Like um, I have Christina, she works with me. She's the best thing that's ever happened to Marie's Thrift. Um, and she will like handle things. So we're able to do a lot more cause we're two people. Um, and she's doing that cause she supports me, you know? And she sees, she sees her value in working with me for even her future um so yeah and even like the creativity that Instagram has like the reels you know like that's you get to show a new like I'll do behind the scenes or I'll right. show you how I did this and it's easier I don't have to like do the whole editing like I hate editing I hate all of that yeah. you know but I mean I hate it but I love to show people what I'm doing
0: for sure it's the raw content and I feel like people gravitate towards that I can see it and and to me I gravitate towards that because it's real it's authentic. It gives me the opportunity to see how much time you put in, all the effort, blood, sweat, and tears, you name it, right? Um, and Instagram is such a, a great outlet, especially for those consumers. But for somebody who, you know, is looking to take that first leap of faith or that first step and to promote their brands and many other things, like what advice would you share with them?
1: Just do it. Like, And I feel like everyone says that, but literally just do it. I had... No idea how Instagram really worked. I know how to market it, but I just did it and I just posted. And it's like that consistency, which I don't do all the time. Like I'm not always consistent, um, but just doing it and show what you're doing. And realistically, there's little niches for different things. So you're going to find people who like what you're doing. Um, and I recommend doing it, but also like reaching out. Like we'll, me and Christina will take time out of our day. She'll mostly do it to reach out to people you know and also social media is meant to be social Mm. like that's where I have my troubles with because I'm not that social on social media I just post and then Mm. like I'll go on the app post my thing and then get off Mm. and having those conversations with people that I used to have at the beginning like I have a relationship with a lot of my customers like I'll know that this is for someone's birthday or this is for whatever the case may be um, and building those relations and also you know asking your friends to support you and to share like 90% 90% of my followers when I started were literally people from Albany because Fiorella and Danielle would be promoting my thing like crazy. Wow. And so it's a huge support, you know? And yeah. then they would be sharing. And it's like through that, like the first um, model that I worked with was Kimberly, who is an, an LTA. I don't know if it's my yeah, sister yeah, or whatever.
0: Yeah, I know Kim. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: she was the first person I did that with. Um, and it was awesome. I styled her. And through that. She had
0: like a blazer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that.
1: Um, And through that, you know, she helped me with, like, get into styling. And so I started doing that, and I had a new whole new platform. So it's like, if I hadn't... Everything happens, like, I don't know the word, but it happens for a reason, and it all, like, has a following. Um, So just do it. And don't care about the likes and the followers and stuff like that. Like, literally, just... Just do I feel like I'm yeah. Nike right now? <laughs> yeah, no, I,
0: I respect that, and I think you know the consistency and everything that you've been doing is, is so spot on. and Shout out to the team, you know, for just promoting the brand yeah. and having people, you know, really value and, and see that it's actually coming to life in the way that you want it. Um, passion is something that I mean, from this conversation, I feel it all the way, you know. And you talked a little bit about you know this being your passion, projects, and of course, passion. you is something that you hopefully wanted to become full-time sometimes it's hard balancing you know a nine to five a passion project and many other things of that Uh, I'm curious to know um, in regards to how important it is for one to work on their passion
1: I think it's very important um, because how I see things is like I'm lucky enough to be here, you know, I'm like a first generation um, going to college, having that experience. So it's like, my parents worked so hard to get me here. Why am I going to go do something that I don't enjoy? Granted, you have to pay the bills and you have to provide for your family, but I'm lucky enough to have an education and to find a way, you know, to be creative about it. Um, And even though like my family doesn't really like support that much, like they do, but they don't at the same time. It's also a drive because yeah. I'm trying really, really hard to prove them wrong. to prove to them that I can make a living out of this. And I hope that I can. I really do, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think that following your passion is extremely important. If you do that full time or not. But in your life, like if you're just living for that nine to five paycheck or whatever it is, like when are you doing anything for yourself? Yeah. You know?
0: Absolutely. And that's, that to me speaks so much volume of just following your passion, following your dreams and stuff. Um, and I, and I hope and pray that, you know, it continues (laughs) to evolve in the way that you want it to, um, because this kind of, um, brings me to my next follow-up question. Where do you, do you see, you know, Maurice Thrift kind of evolving in the, in the coming years?
1: Um, so I definitely, like, if everything works out to my benefit and I get what I want, you know, which hoping, um, so right now. I plan to keep on doing what I'm doing for the next six months. And Mm -hmm. then this summer um, I actually had my like six months recap with Christina and we talked about what we're doing moving forward. So we have a bunch of new ideas, but still also seeing what worked in the past and what didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm also seeing what people enjoy to see and hopefully I can keep on doing Marie's thrift and have bring a couple other people on the team so that I can start a new project. Mm. Um, but also we want to get more into like home decor. Nice. Um, and something else that we're working really hard on and I hope it comes out, which would be fire. Um, and yeah, if I could, like my biggest motivation is like my future kids that aren't even born yet but it's like okay how can I make sure that they're good and I really hope that I can be a stay-at-home mom so if I can you know stay at home and while they're at school do what I gotta do for Maurice Thrift like I can still balance that now I don't think Maurice Thrift will look the way Maurice Thrift does now when it like in the future but to still keep the same roots and see what's working so I really just look back see what worked, and then just keep working with that um and I hope it works. I love I love what I do. Literally, I love what I do. Like, the passion. Like, I will wake up at 4 a.m. and be good. Wow. Like, when I was in school, never in a thousand years would I be waking up for my finance class. Yeah. No. But for... Like, I literally have, would do videos at 4 a.m., like 4.30, before I had to go to class, just so that the, there was no lighting. It was just, like, the bulb lighting, you yeah. know? But that's what woke me up. Mm. Nothing else. Like, no. Like, you just... So I just hope that I keep doing it and I always find time and I balance my time the best that I can.
0: That's, that to me is so phenomenal. Those that are like the, the hidden lessons or some of the things people probably don't, don't even know about you, which is really dope. Um, in addition to a lot of the things you've been working on, uh, you also been working on a lot of collaborations and partnerships with all other brands, designers, creators, and also small businesses. Tell me a little bit more how the, that came to life so
1: right now I actually collaborated with uh with Danny who's like Josie the creator which you know um and we we would take the train every morning together and we would always she would be working with TGR and like doing all her designs you know and I would talk about my website or what's coming up next and all of that and to she's like kind of my only creative friend I would say so to have today finally like two years later to come together and do something, it was awesome, you know, and you have to, for me, collaborations are a little bit hard Mm. because I like to do everything solo dolo. And so (laughs) to like, have to be on somebody else's time. And so like, but to be able to put two things together, like two mindsets together and highlight, like she had made the design and then I found the fabric that highlighted that design that really made it pop out so much more, um, was really, really cool. I do love collaborating right now. Uh, Christina and I did a love in a box. So yeah. we collaborate with 10 other brands and it was all items that you can add. You can literally make your own cart or your own box, and then you can send it to yourself or to somebody else. So it's kind of like a virtual hug. Yeah. Um, and I love doing that. And the people who were a part of it really showed love. Like they were very helpful. They were excited about doing it um, and to work with other companies because it's not easy. It really is not easy. And to keep that motivation and to speak with other small brands that are also going through the same struggle or who can even help you, you yeah. know? Um, and so, yeah, no, I definitely love to collaborate and it helps me because it gets me out of my comfort zone. Mm. My comfort zone is my little room. And so, like, collaborating with someone means I need to talk and I need to, like, pick up the phone. I need yeah. to have conversations. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah.
0: Which is good. I mean, you do very well communicating, I must say. So, it, it's really dope uh, and it's kind of funny that you know, you will prefer otherwise a little bit, <laughs> but it's, it, it's good to see that, you know, once you're out of your comfort zone, you get to really, you know, get the full you. And, and I appreciate that so much. And you share so many gems and I appreciate you so much, uh, for just walking us through your journey. Uh, th- th- and as we wrap up, uh, i mean kind of the last question here. Um, what do you hope your, your supporters or the audience that's listening to your story today, what do you hope they get from this conversation?
1: Um, I hope that they just if they have something that they want to do that they go out and do it and they don't care about people's judgments, like I get judged every day about what I do, but I don't really care for it, and it helps me just be better um and I hope that people will also go thrifting instead of buying like fast fashion because it's so bad for the environment and also like you're bringing something else to life. it's yeah. cool, plus you bring your friends, go with your friends, you know like I I love for people buy things from my thrift shop, but I always encourage people to go out and thrift because it's fun. Like you, if you find this fire piece, I found that it's kind of like you worked your butt off to get this piece. Um, So yeah, I just, and also like do what you got to do and just be happy. Just just be happy and make sure that what you're doing makes you happy. Not everything's going to be happy in life, but if you're spending a lot of time on it, do what makes you happy.
0: Look at that. And that's the best way to, to wrap up the conversation today, uh, but before you go, um, I, there's a new segment on the show, it's okay. called Hidden Gems. And um, it's something that all you have to do is I'm gonna ask you a few variety of questions. All you have to do is answer the questions within 30 seconds, um, straight off the cuff, whatever comes to mind.
1: You better not ask me where I go thrifting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, are, are you ready?
1: Can I take a for water? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. you can
0: take some more of a break. Um, I kind of need to, so. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. You ready?
1: I'm ready. All right.
0: What keeps you up at night?
1: My orders. Fulfilling my orders.
0: Favorite fabric? Suede. One thing still on your bucket list?
1: Home vintage.
0: Favorite thrift store?
1: It's one in France.
0: <laughs> what did you eat for breakfast? A cereal bar. What motivates you?
1: My future kids.
0: What's one thing you still have from your childhood? Clothing. Favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Timeless peace in your closet right now?
1: Um, This brand I can't say right now, but <laughs> it's a bomber jacket.
0: And that's all the time we got. <laughs> Marie, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I really learned more about you. Uh, your passion is contagious. Uh, your energy is contagious, so I continue to wish you all the best um, you know, for the brand, for yourself, as you continue to reach all your endeavors and just keep on going, like you said, just do it. So I wish you all the best and thank you for being here.
1: Thank you, thank you for having me for even like you know finding me and selecting me to be a part of this it means a lot um and i'm excited to see this video but i'm also excited to see when you're going to get interviewed so that we can also know your story absolutely
0: <laughs> i appreciate that and you know <laughs> hopefully the time will come uh, but now it's today's it, it was about you so <laughs> i'm glad we're, we're able to learn more about that
1: thank you thank you for me bring that to light absolutely like, that's awesome of
0: course and that was off the cuff with marie powell